What is a tree's favorite drink? Root beer. Yum. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Starting Sustainability, episode 75. I am your host with a new raspy voice, Kaylin Chenoweth. <laughs> it is springtime in Indiana, which means it'll be 80 degrees for two days and then snowing for two days and then back up to 60 and down to 20 and the weather is all over the place. Some days it's raining, some days it's sunny and my sinuses cannot figure out what the heck is going on and therefore I sound like a frog. But I'm going to, I'm actually going to change that to a, uh, sexy sultress with my raspy voice. <laughs> I am coughing up all of my lungs at this point and I have total sinus drainage irritating the daylights out of my throat but I am pursuing on because I'm on a time limit and I can't wait to get better to record. I should have episodes recorded ahead of time for instances just like this but hey, with my lifestyle, I pretty much just fly by the seat of my pants and I just get through this one week at a time. So <laughs> this week, you get this new version of my voice instead. Hopefully it'll be gone next week. Outside of my ridiculous voice, let me catch you up on what all has been going on. When I did the bathroom episode part two, which I believe was episode 73, I was discussing all of these different sustainable switches for all your bathroom products. And in the past, I've tried zero waste deodorants and was unsuccessful. And I kind of took a step back from the hunt because it was much more expensive than regular deodorant and it wasn't working for me. And because of episode 73, I've decided to, it was time to go ahead and explore my options again. And I have placed an order for Meow Meow Tweet brand deodorant, both the stick and the cream in a jar version. I eagerly await their arrival and I will let you know if that brand works or not. I did notice that with the Meow Meow Tweet brand, they have a like regular all natural deodorant and then they also have a baking soda free version. So for those of you that have concerns with baking soda, that might be a brand that will work well for you. And literally last week, an Amazon package came to our house and I asked my husband what he ordered. He opened up to reveal two jugs of fabric softener and three boxes of dryer sheets. I was a little surprised to see that. He said he noticed that we were out and ordered some. I informed him that we haven't used those products in almost two years that we use the wool dryer balls instead. And he replied with, I know, and I'm really tired of all my clothes constantly being wrinkly. <laughs> I did notice that our clothes were a little more wrinkly and definitely had more static in them when we switched to the wool dryer balls and dropped the fabric softener. And as long as I could get the clothes out of the dryer right away and fold them or hang them up, the wrinkles really weren't that bad. Then we got a new to us washing machine because our dog ate the old one. And it's honestly a very nice and fancy efficient washing machine. And the spin at the end of the cycle is extremely powerful and it gets a lot of the water out of the clothes. But because it is so powerful, it puts... It actually puts in a bunch of creases into the clothes, as in the clothes literally stick to the side of the machine. And when I pull them out to switch it over to the dryer, they are 
heavily imprinted with wrinkles. It's just a very tightly wound up shirt or pants or whatever, and I have to shake it loose. And even when I shake it loose, I can still see all the wrinkle outlines. So I do have to agree with my husband that when we pull them out of the dryer, even if it's right away, there are still wrinkles in our clothes. I just didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> but when you go back and look at family photos, we do not look like a very well-kept family. <laughs> and so we were ironing all of our clothes for about three weeks in a row. And then apparently my husband decided that because he was the one doing all the ironing, that was too much of our precious time. So I was still working on a new solution, but apparently did not come up with one quick enough. <laughs> so now we have fabric softener and dryer sheets that have anti-wrinkle stuff all in them. <sighs> you have to focus on, for, for two years we didn't use that. So even though it's back in the house, what I can do now going forward is that whenever I do the laundry, those items won't be used. And when my husband does the laundry, they probably will be used, unfortunately. But luckily, I do most of the laundry. So that means my clothes, kids' clothes, diapers, towels, linens, will still be washed without all of that stuff. And then when my husband does laundry, he does his clothes, and then on a rare occasion, he'll do the other stuff. So when he does it, then he'll probably be using those items. But at least, even though they're back in our house, at least we're using a significantly less amount of them. Another cool thing that happened this past weekend was I took my older son to his very first swim lesson. Now we tried lessons with the roller skating rink and that was a total failure. <laughs> and I was all excited because I was supporting local businesses but he was really not excited about roller skating. And so this time, again, I'm supporting a local business and he had a great time, which is a double win for everybody. And we have a pond in our backyard, so I'm really, really excited that he is down for swim lessons because I really want him to have them for a safety reason. Yes, we will be going back and I'm excited because we are supporting the local swim school and my kid will be getting a good lifelong skill out of it. Now my other son, the little guy, he's going to be turning one in two days, April 16th. Well, I'm recording today now on the 14th, so this will get launched on the 19th. But either way, he's one. Wow. It's been an entire year. That is so crazy. This time last year, we were all on quarantine and it was just so utter chaos. And I can't believe that it's been an entire year. And he has turned into such a cool little dude. <laughs> he really has. A year ago, it was the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. And I remember feeling so bad that I couldn't come up with anything really cool to do. Because at that point in time, I was so focused on getting the baby out of me. <laughs> and, and being able to walk again because he was on my sciatic nerve and I couldn't walk at all. And then we were definitely all thrown for a loop because we were all set into quarantine and everything was just topsy-turvy and upside down. So this year, it is now the 51st anniversary of Earth Day and we are going to celebrate with a bang all month long. Last week, your challenge was to reduce your invisible trash. And this week, I'm going to discuss three starter ideas and I want you to try them. And if you're already doing them, fantastic then I want you to share them with other people and help somebody else get started on their sustainable journey. Before we dive into ways to honor Earth Day, it's important to learn about the origins of Earth Day. 
Earth Day was born, <laughs> I guess the Earth Day was born, on April 22nd, 1970. And this launched the modern environmental movement and is now known as the planet's largest civic event. And on that day, around 20 million Americans protested for environmental change and a new way forward for our world. This was the first action that paved the way for important environmental laws in the United States. So how can you observe Earth Day? Number one, super duper easy, reduce plastic usage. Did you know it was recorded that about one trillion single-use plastic bags are used around the world in one year? Do your part to cut down on consumption of plastic, especially that of single-use plastic, like grocery bags and water bottles. Next time you head to the grocery store, bring along some reusable bags to carry your purchases in. And if you must buy or use plastic packaging and bags, find innovative ways to reuse them, like storing leftovers or household items or lining your trash bins. Furthermore, avoid using plastic cutlery or single-use napkins, and instead invest in cloth napkins and metal cutlery kits that you can wash and reuse. A lot of you are probably thinking, Kaylin, I've done everything that you have ever talked about, and there's no plastic left in my house. And to that I say, great, <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> so focus on reducing plastic at work or school or your child's daycare or church or somewhere else. If it's out of your home, great. Help another person or another institution reduce the plastic in their world. Number two, it has recently come to light that eating a more plant-based diet can strongly reduce your carbon footprint. As a dietitian, I'm also telling you it's going to help you health-wise as well. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that you must completely eliminate all animal products from your diet. That is really tough. And if you've done so already, awesome. And if that's a goal of yours, also great. But you don't have to completely eliminate all of them. Just putting in an effort to reduce the amount of animal products you consume will make a gigantic impact. So let's eat more plant-based meals as a great way to honor Earth Day. If you have no idea where to start, I'm going to give you some tips now. First, start slow. <laughs> Choose one day a week or even one meal a day to make completely meatless and eventually completely animal product free, meaning it contains no meat, dairy, or eggs. And choose meals you already know how to make and enjoy that happen to be plant-based. A lot of pasta dishes and you just add in a whole bunch of vegetables or you can do a homemade stir fry where you remove the meat and you add in beans instead. There are so many different options. You can search vegetarian or vegan meal options. You can search on Ecosia or Ecocar or Pinterest. <laughs> Lots of different places. You can ask your friends and family for recipes. There's so many different options. And remember, you don't have to do it 100% of the time. Just reducing meat from one meal a day or one day a week, following meatless Mondays or being a flexitarian where you're sometimes vegetarian and sometimes not, that's okay too. All of it comes together. All of it makes a big impact. And once you're more comfortable with regularly eating fewer animal products, then you can get more creative and shake things up a little bit in the kitchen and you can broaden your plant-based menu. Number three, is to go solar. Earth Day is about taking action against climate change, and one of the best ways to do that 
is by switching to solar energy. Not only will this make a huge positive impact on the environment, but it is also way better for your wallet. Solar power tends to be more stable and less expensive energy source than traditional fossil fuels. Plus, it is easier to predict the amount of energy you'll use each month, allowing you to budget and plan accordingly. Do a quick search for local solar providers in your area. If you're in a similar situation like me and have none nearby, then still go solar by utilizing the sun as much as possible. It is spring slash summertime. Open the curtains and use the sun to light up your home. Use the sun to dry your clothes or sanitize your pillow by placing it out in the sunlight. Lighten up your hair with lemon juice and sunshine. Conduct sun-based science experiments with your kids, like cooking a hot dog inside a container filled with aluminum foil, aka a solar oven. Or you can even make sun tea to drink to go with that hot dog. You can also use a magnifying glass to start a fire with adult supervision, of course, or grow plants, put them in the garden, bleach your whites by laying them in the sun to remove stains. I do this with all of my cloth diapers. I don't know why people think it's a great idea to have white cloth diapers, but that's the best way to get rid of stains. You'll lay them out in the sunlight and let the sun remove the stains. And it only takes like an hour. It's real fast. (laughs) But my point is there are so many options to take advantage of solar power. So if solar panels are a bit too much, they're not applicable in your area, they're too much cost up front, that's okay. Just go outside and enjoy the sunshine and take advantage of the sun as much as you possibly can. The goal for Earth Day is to develop more environmentally friendly habits, and sometimes that can be difficult. But making small little changes in your daily routine is a great way to start. So I hope that these tips that I've discussed with you will help motivate you to get started this Earth Day and then keep doing it for the rest of the month. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then the rest of the year and forever and always too. (laughs) Over Easter, my niece Emily came to visit from California and she brought me a cool little gift. It is a deck of 52 cards that came in a cute tin box. The description reads, If you ever wanted to shake up your routine and make sustainability a part of your life, then look no further. These 52 simple tips on how to make your lifestyle that little bit greener will give your daily routine an eco-friendly makeover. Simply pick a card and get ready to reduce, reuse, and recycle. Each card has a weekly challenge to become an eco-warrior. And it is Earth Day on April 22nd, and I want to keep that momentum going all year long. And now that I've got this cute little tin box, I want to up each weekly challenge for an entire year. So Sustainer Nation, your first weekly challenge from this deck of cards is... I gotta open it up. It says, if you have a lawn or a window box, plant bee-friendly plants like lavender, zinnias, lilac, and honeysuckle. Wow. (laughs) There you have it. Another super easy Earth Day starter idea. We always think of planting trees for Earth Day, but if you don't have yard space for that, then go smaller with some bee-friendly flowers. Perfect timing on that little card. Thank you, Emily, for my gift. I love it. And I'm going to keep bringing that back each week. Earlier, 
I discuss a little bit about solar energy, and next week, I have a special guest. Clean energy veteran Danny Kennedy joins us and answers all of my questions and tell us everything we need to know about solar panels and why they are so great, (laughs) especially compared to fossil fuels. So be sure to tune in. This has been a very short and sweet episode, mostly because I don't have much of a voice that I'm working with, (laughs) so I'm going to rest and recover. And I have been coughing and hacking this entire time. I just keep hitting the stop button and the mute button so you're not hearing it. And I'm editing out any parts that were missed. (laughs) So so you won't hear all of that. But I'm going to get some cough drops and some cough medicine and some hot soup. (laughs) That sounds delicious right now. Sustainer Nation, please take any of these Earth Day Start ideas. If you've been doing them great, keep it up. And if you haven't been doing them, figure out which ones you want to start in on and get started with. And even if you don't get it completed by Earth Day, that's okay. If you're a little bit late, that is fine. Every action counts, whether it's on time, I'm saying that with air quotes, or if it is late. Better late than never. Every little bit that we do, 100% counts towards our future. So Sustainer Nation, keep all that in mind. Continue to save the world. And I will talk to everybody again next week. Have a great one. Hopefully one better than mine. (laughs) Have a nice, beautiful weather, calm sinuses, no coughing, rest of your week. (laughs) I'll talk to you all then. Bye.